This morning's reading is taken from Mark chapter 1, verses 9 to 15. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. At once the Spirit sent him out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness for forty days, being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals, and angels attended him. After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. Much indeed. So we're coming on to think about uh, our theme for this morning, which is it's time to believe in Jesus. Uh, after the sermon, we'll then come on to hear the stories of Brad and Misha, of their testimonies. Then we'll come to pray for them, and then we'll baptize them. So it's a wonderful sequence that will flow through in our worship today. Now, of all the messages that were circulated on social media around the time of New Year, there's one that stuck in my mind, and that was a Facebook post from my friend Jonathan Somerville, who said, may the only negative thing in 2022 be your COVID test. <laughs> Happy New Year, friends. I don't know whether that was original or whether he borrowed it from somewhere else, but uh, it's a good quote. Sadly, not everyone is testing negative at the moment. And we continue to pray for those who struggle with being unwell or simply the inconvenience of being required to isolate. And in case you were concerned, my test was positive, uh, sorry, <laughs> negative this morning. So we're okay. Today's baptism is a wonderfully positive moment. One of those positive moments in church life, sharing the testimony of those who've come to believe in Jesus and are stepping out in faith to follow him. And today is not just a positive day, it's a powerful day. Because the Holy Spirit is present, making this a special moment, both for Misha and for Brad as they are baptized, but special to each one of us as well. Whether we're in the building here or whether we're listening online, we're gathered together and the Holy Spirit is with us to make this a powerful moment as we too explore what it means to believe in Jesus. In our series this autumn, the full title is Discover Jesus and Encounter Church. Discover Jesus is uh, what we're doing up to Easter and Encounter Church beyond Easter. And we come in our reading today to that moment where Jesus himself was baptized. And when he spoke about why he had come into the world. Baptism of Jesus is recorded in Matthew, Mark and Luke. But the account in Mark is the shortest. And it just gives us a little glimpse into the baptism of Jesus. Then a glimpse into the temptations that followed. And links everything together in a remarkable way. There are actually three clear sections in our reading today. There is the baptism of Jesus. And then the temptation of Jesus. And then there is the good news about Jesus. And most of what I want to say is, is at the end of the reading from the good news of what Jesus brought. But just a few words about his baptism 
and his temptations first. The fact that Jesus himself was baptized is amazing. The Son of God, the Savior of the world, asked John to baptize him, setting the pattern for all those who would follow him in later generations. And just as baptism is special for those who are baptized today, so baptism was very special for Jesus. And as he came up out of the water, the heavens tore apart. And the Holy Spirit came upon him like a dove. And a voice from heaven said, you are my son. I am pleased with you. An amazing moment. It's not clear whether it's only Jesus who saw that uh, heavens open, the dove and the voice, whether all those who were around him witnessed the dove and the voice. I would like to think that that was the case. And it was an incredibly special moment. Jesus making himself vulnerable, submitting to baptism by someone else, and yet wonderfully affirmed and blessed by his Father in heaven. And the same will happen today, Brad and Misha, as you come to this time, sharing your story, allowing others to take you under the water for a brief moment as your declaration of faith in Jesus Christ. And as you do that, God will abundantly bless you. The heavens will open. His spirit will come upon you. That was the baptism of Jesus. And then the next moment for Jesus was a tough one, but still a positive one. He was immediately taken into the desert for a time of testing. And again, in Mark's account, we just have the barest details. The other Gospels tell us a lot more. But interestingly, we're told in this time, in these moments, when Jesus was in the desert and being tempted, it is Mark who tells us that it's the angels who ministered to Jesus. I love that little thought. You know, life is not easy, and baptism is certainly not a ticket to an easy life. But it's the doorway to a spiritual life in which the presence and the protection of God is absolutely certain. And whilst Jesus was able to resist all that was put before him in those 40 days and came through stronger and firmer, this was because God was with him, because the angels of God were protecting him. And he had a deep and real conviction of all that the Father wanted him to do. You'll remember that on Boxing Day we heard of the sad death of Bishop Desmond Tutu, a South African leader who was known across the world for his active campaigning against apartheid and in the whole area of human rights. And one of his many quotes says this, Hope is being able to see that there is light despite all the darkness. Lord, the light of your love is shining. And in the challenge of the temptations, Jesus knew that the Father was still with him and his light was still shining. But then in Mark's account, we move quite quickly on through his baptism, through his temptations to these amazing words at the end of the reading which I really want to focus on now. That after John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming the good news. The time has come, he said, the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. The time has come. 
Many of you know that in the Greek language there are two words for time. One is chronos, from which we get chronology, the kind of length of time, the mechanical hours and weeks and days and so on. But then also kairos, that moment of time. And that's the word that's used here. Here was a big moment in the life of Jesus. Against an expectation that at some time the Messiah would come and deliver the Israelite nation, Jesus said the time is now. This is God's moment. The kingdom of God is right here. And you, he said to his listeners, need to repent and believe the good news. And the rest of Jesus' life was, of course, the working out of that amazing statement. He demonstrated what the kingdom of God was like with very different values to those of the world around him. He enabled that kingdom to become a reality. He died for us. He rose again for us. And he stands among us here today. And so in this moment, these same words apply. The time has come now. Here and now is another Kairos moment. The kingdom of God is here now. Because God is working his purposes out through his people, the church of God, together. So repent and believe the good news. Now. Not tomorrow. Not next week. Not next month. But now. Today could be the most positive moment of your life ever. As you discover who Jesus really is and connect with him now. For those of you who are believers, today could be the most positive moment of your life this year as you reignite faith, rediscover the presence and the power of God today. Now is the time. Believing in Jesus is not about signing a creed, agreeing to a statement of faith, knowing in your mind who Jesus is. All of those things are helpful. But believing in Jesus is a daily experience. Knowing he is with you now. I wonder when was the last time that something really significant happened for you in the company of God's people, in the community of the church, maybe in a church service. Perhaps it was last Sunday or earlier in January or over Christmas or sometime last year. Or you may struggle to remember the last time something significant happened in a church service. Because maybe we've all become just a little bit distracted in recent times over where to sit, whether to wear a mask, keep it on, take it off, who to talk to, how it feels like with others in the building and all this stuff. Which has not been easy to navigate and a lot has changed. But this morning I'm asking you to put all of that to one side. The time has come. The kingdom of God is near. Today it is between Jesus and you. He's inviting you to come to him. He's asking you to re repent and turn away from all that you know to be wrong in your life. He's calling you to trust in him completely today. There's a chair here. I can sit on this chair. I can be confident that it will hold my weight. And I think I'm still just about in camera shot. 
for those of you who are at home. I can be confident that actually the stage blocks are in place so that the legs underneath the stage are going to hold my weight as well. I can even lift my legs so that all my weight is on the chair. I don't think I can lift my legs and lean back, but I can use my legs and I can lean back. I wouldn't risk doing both. But I'm convinced that that chair is holding me. Now, no illustration is adequate. But today, my inner being, my heart, my soul, whatever language you might prefer to describe the real you, is leaning on Jesus. The weight of my life is falling on him. Because I believe in him. Because I trust in him. And I know that he's here. And I know that he is sufficient for all of my needs. And I know that he wants to draw near to you as well. In the words of a song that we sometimes use, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but holy trust in Jesus' name. So today it's time to believe in Jesus. In that sense, now is a special time. Now is a moment to reach out and say, yes, Lord, I believe. And from that anchor of faith, new life emerges. There may be those of you who need to say that for the very first time, and that's exciting. And that's exactly what Jesus would want you to do. There will be others who need to come to Jesus and simply say again this morning, Lord, I believe in you. And because I believe in you, I'm leaning on you. I am trusting you in the whole of my life. Everything that I have, everything that I am. And from that faith, I live a life which has power and purpose, peace and joy that brings something of Jesus into every day and every task. A life which journeys through the rough and the smooth of all of the, all of the years here on earth into the joy of being with Jesus in eternity. So as this service continues, as we continue to sing, as we hear the stories from Brad and Misha, as we witness their baptisms, now is a special time. Now is the time to repent, to believe, to really trust in Jesus Christ.